Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Power Half Hour here on the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. I'm your host, Greg Mahachko, and joining me as always, he is the co-host on the West Coast. He's Chad Smart. Hello, Chad. Hello, Greg. How's it been? How's it gone? It's been so long since I last spoke to you. It has been literal days. Yeah. Uh, Going well. Going well. How are you, sir? I'm doing, as you can, if you listen to the last episode and listen now, I hope I sound a little bit better. I'm not as congested. I had a a follow-up appointment for my sinus surgery today. And uh, let me tell you, you you seen the movie Total Recall with Mm -hmm. uh, the the Schwarzenegger version? Of course. I've seen them both. Yeah, sadly. You know when he pulls the tracking device out of his nose? Right. Yeah. That's what I feel like I had done today is, uh, let me tell you. Did, did you run across any ladies with three breasts? You know, ever since the last restraining order, that's the type of thing I can't ask or check on anymore. But it's LA, so anything's possible. It, exactly. <clears throat> well, um, <clears throat> you reached out to me and said, what are the chances, dot, dot, dot which means you obviously have some plans for the next several days. I, I do. Well, yes. And also it means that I was doing nothing tonight when we decided, when I decided to record, but yes, this weekend, I, uh, as we record this on March 2nd, uh, Saturday, March 5th, I will be in San Diego rocking out to Garth Brooks at Petco park. And um, yeah. And then on Sunday, I don't know what time I'll get back. You know, it's only a hundred mile drive, so it could be anywhere from two to 27 hours, depending on traffic. <laughs> it me. And uh, yeah. And then we have the AEW revolution three pay-per-view that night. So I figure I will be busy with that. And I don't know what Thursday and Friday will, will bring, but yeah. So I figured I'm sitting at home doing nothing, watching bad Netflix shows. Uh, what are the chances that you, I, I, you know, I looked at the clock. I'm like, okay, the kid should be in bed by now. Hopefully you don't have to get up early or if you do, you're staying up. And I'm like, Hey, let's just record. And you know, the last week's episode, I want to say too, even though this is the power half hour last week, apparently we went about like 31 and some change. And so a, a loyal listener texted me and said it was false advertisement. So maybe to compensate, this one will only be 29 minutes or 28.30. Who was this loyal listener? I want names and addresses. Uh, I will not give out names because I am not going to acknowledge this person on this episode anymore or on this show anymore. So I, know exactly who, I know exactly who it is. By the way, yes, the soundtracks to the Movies of Our Lives episode, which did include some added content in the form of you know, m- musical snippets did go just over 34 minutes. Um, so, look, uh, stick a middle hey, finger to know, them. I don't care. Hey, you know, it still costs you the same amount of money and you get more content. So, yeah, you should be happy listening. You know, who doesn't like bonus content? Some people pay money for bonus content. We give it to you for free here on the Power Half Hour. And Chad, can I don't think I've ever, <clears throat> let me try that sentence again. Uh, I don't think I ever told you the story, and this is not relevant necessarily to our topic uh, for this week. But did I tell you that in 2012, 
I was in Los Angeles and San Diego. I think you mentioned it to me. You have mentioned it to me before, but I can't remember why you would ever want to do that or what you did while you were out here. I'm, I'm assuming you had an In-N-Out burger, but. I had, no, I had a better burger. Uh, uh, anything? Hush your mouth. Water burgers are not as good as In-N-Outs. Uh, but I ate, uh, my wife and I, we went, we, we, uh, and the only reason I, I, there's a point to this story, but the reason that we went to, uh, San Diego and Los Angeles, Pasadena was because Nebraska was playing UCLA in, uh, at the Rose bowl, not in the Rose bowl, but at the stadium, the Rose bowl for, uh, for UCLA plays. Yes. Yes. Uh, beautiful backdrop to, uh, a Sunday or a Saturday evening, late afternoon game, you know, with the sun setting there. Uh, I, I, I got to tell you the fun story. I had, you know, we made the flight. This was again, September, 2012. This is the last vacation we ever actually went on. <laughs> That's how long it's been. Um, but we, we fly out to San Diego because uh, we figure it's gotta be less hassle than trying to fly into, uh, um, you know, LA. Oh. Um, and as a local, you probably agree. So we fly to San Diego and we go get our, our bags and we go to the rental car rental place and say, okay, sir, what is the you know credit card that you put off? I'll slide my credit card across and the driver's license. And I gave him my driver's license and he, you know, starts entering information. He says, do you have a valid driver's license? <laughs> And I said, I don't know what you mean, sir. <laughs> Turns out my license was expired as of my birthday, which was two months prior. So my wife, who at the time didn't like driving in St. Louis, now had to drive through San, or, you know, around San Diego, Los Angeles, etc., and she knocked it out of the park. Well, I will say real quick that I one of my biggest concerns with moving out to L.A. was traffic. But I will take L.A. traffic over St. Louis traffic any day of the week. Really? So, yes, uh, I, I do not like St. Louis traffic. Um, L.A. is, I mean, you just have to understand that if you're on the freeway, you're not going anywhere. You know, most likely, unless there's a high-speed chase, which happens daily but which is always confuses me when they air them on live television because the people that need to know that there's a high-speed chase are in the vehicles it. right yeah um but yeah but you know you could have easily just had your wife drive out of the dealership and then parked and switched and no one would have been the wiser as long as you didn't get into an accident well that's the thing we were um kind of like car rental novices so we just felt it best to uh you know play by the rules now you asked about burgers and i will say this we did not go to an in and out i will contend again i'll reiterate we went someplace better uh we stayed for the bulk of our trip we did we did spend a few nights up in in los angeles with friends of ours um you know even even met some of their friends and, and did a little boat tour around uh, um, Long Beach. 
okay. on the beach. Um, but we stayed primarily in uh, a little uh, tourist location, I believe, between uh, Los Angeles and San Diego, known as Oceanside. Are you familiar with Oceanside, California? It sounds like a name that I've heard, but I couldn't tell you. I'm guessing it's on the ocean. It is on the ocean, uh, right next to Camp Pendleton. And okay. we found what my wife believes to be, probably to this day, would still say it, it's again because of the nature of being oceanside, it's got you know the touristy regions. But we found this local burger joint called Ty's Burgers. I, and I'm probably leaving off at like Ty's Burger House or something like that. And we were such a fan of that particular spot that we went there twice. Um, and and uh, so if you are in or around Oceanside, California, you got to find Ty's Burger. I'm going to I'm going to Google it right now so I get it right. Um, Ty's Burger. Oceanside, yes. I'm Googling as well. Now, what would make this better is if you told me that this place was owned by Zachary Ty Bryan from Home Improvement. That seems weird. Yeah, it does, but... Ty's Burger House. Best burgers in Oceanside, and you know what? They are right. Made my wife a believer in turkey burgers, Chad. Okay. All right. Yeah, they have so, a venison and a lamb burger and a buffalo and an elk. So hey, the here's the real fries, so. here's the real funny part about me having an expired license and not realizing it. Uh, a few nights before we left, you know, uh, our town. I I was on my way to a buddy's house to pick him up. We were going to go to the bar, have a few beers. I got pulled over for missing a stop sign. And I got a warning to not miss the stop sign anymore with an expired license. <laughs> so very fortunate. All right. Um, we successfully, I don't know, we, the topic that you, I don't know, do we do we go with the topic? Or do we have fun, unique um, conversation? Well, I was just going to say real quick to jump onto your story that mm -hmm. you came out here for a game at the Rose Bowl. And uh, you didn't even say hi while you were out here. So to thanks. be fair, to be Excuse fair, me. I don't know how close of friends we were in 2012, Chad. I don't think uh, we knew each other existed. So were you even in L.A. in 2012? I was. I moved out here in 2007. I just passed my 15th anniversary in L.A. But I was going to say that in those 15 years, I have been to the Rose Bowl Stadium one time. And that was to see Taylor Swift in concert. I've not Chad. seen a football game. I feel like I want to go to a Rose Bowl game at some point, but uh, it's just kind of a hassle getting out to the Rose Bowl. And so I, you know, I've never been to the Coliseum to see a USC game either, uh, but I've been there for rugby and the Special Olympics and. Uh, I did a cancer walk there, which ended with a concert by the Go-Go's. So that was fun. But yeah, sporting events are, um, you know, football in particular is not something that really go out of my way to go, go see. Now, what about Major. when 
what about this new XFL? Now they're partnered with the NFL thanks to Dwayne Johnson. Well, as our uh, you know our good friends and I'm sure loyal listeners, the Skull Brothers will remind you on Twitter. I was a a XFL Wildcats season ticket holder a couple of years ago when they launched again, and I went to uh, I think I made it to two games before they canceled the season and. My experiences at those two games was like, this was okay, but I don't think I need to be a season ticket holder and come to every single game. Prior to that, I was season ticket holder for two seasons for the for the AFL LA Kiss of Anaheim, which again, it's like the Angels. You're in Anaheim. That's not Los Angeles. <laughs> completely different counties, cities, area codes almost states all so. you're trying to do is piggyback off of the name yes. uh and and yes to to uh, getting back to the xfl briefly i while i was not a season ticket holder for the st louis battle hawks caca uh i did take my oldest to their home opener uh that they had there at uh, the dome and it was a massive success as far as the number of fans they were expecting and the number of fans that showed up and how now granted this was very shortly after the rams were pulled uh very unceremoniously from st louis and moved back to la um so there were a lot of like cronky sucks chants in the concourse uh but there was a, a i mean no, no burning of effigies that i saw nothing quite that extreme but there was a, a fever uh for more football Hmm. Yeah, I you know I the games that I saw for the XFL I enjoyed and I think the fans enjoyed them as well and uh, it was interesting at the I believe it was the first game we were at we were standing in the concourse that you could look down into the field and by the stands and there was some guy walking down close to the field and coming up through the stands and everybody just like standing up and turning and looking and of course you know it's LA so you're like oh it's got to be someone famous it's got to be a celebrity and. The ambassador for the Wildcats, Freddie Prince Jr. and his wife, Sarah Michelle Geller, were in attendance. And they did put those them up on the screen. And I think there may have been someone else, but the guy that was coming uh, up through the through the ranks, if I remember correctly, was Channel 7's weatherman extraordinaire, Dallas Reigns. And that's what people were getting excited for. So is that a legit? Weatherman in LA. Yes. Dallas Reigns. That can't be his yeah. real name. Uh, you know, if it is, then I think he was predestined to be a weatherman. Hold on. I'm going to um, look that up. R A I N S, not R E I. He's no relation to Roman. Right. <laughs> American meteorologist Dallas Reigns. Yeah. Uh, but no, I think the fans enjoyed. It. I think the the relaunch of the XFL was more successful than the original relaunch because they didn't try to gimmick it too much. So I'm curious to right. see what The Rock and his company can do with the, this relaunch and how they will work with the NFL. And you know, I can't remember if it was you or someone else um, suggested that they should do kind of like the soccer leagues over in, or I'm sorry, the football leagues over in Europe do that. The best team in the XFL plays the worst team in the NFL after the season. And whoever wins goes on to the NFL and the other team goes to the XFL. Relegation. Yeah. 
That would be fun. Yeah, because then the Lions might be able to win something. I doubt it. Yeah. That was when Alabama was at its prime. Um, you know, and, and they're, you know, Alabama, University of Alabama, the Crimson Tide are still very good. You know, I, I, they were in the national championship game again. Um, but when they, they have a roster full of guys who are going to be playing in the NFL. Um, but it, the, it was all like, oh, this undefeated team, you know, put them up against the Jacksonville Jaguars or something like that. And then, you know, see in that similar, you know, thing I bet you they can beat the end of there is such a difference. Uh, be in you know, think of it if you're 28 and you know, you're you have far more like both physical maturity and mental and emotional maturity than a 21 year old, right? Um, and you could be the number one college football player at your position and Oftentimes Alabama has those guys, but you, there are still some requirements you have to fulfill as a quote student athlete. Whereas if you're in the bigs, if you're in the show, as it were, that's your job. You know, you train, you practice, you know, you, that, that's what you do. Um, So there, there is still a, a massive talent disparity uh, between, you know, even the, the top tier NFL programs or I'm, I'm sorry, uh, college programs and the NFL. Yeah, well, and I would say, too, you know, even professional football, going back to the AFL, the Arena Football League, when the LA Kiss were around, their star player was a guy by the name of Donovan Morgan. They call him Captain Morgan. He was a wide receiver. And he had played, initially played two seasons in the NFL with the Jets, the Texans, and the Chiefs before moving down to um, Arena Football League. And, you know, he was great for the kiss, but I'm pretty sure that if you put him into a NFL game, he's not going to play the same quality because it's a whole different set of skills, a whole different set of of um Rules. Focus. So, yeah, and rules. So, yeah. So, uh, you know, yes, when you compare college team to a professional team or, you know, even the uh, collegiate baseball to AAA baseball to the majors, it's all going to be different. And, and I don't really know what I'm saying here other than it's a different thing. Like, you can't just say, oh, you're a good player and then translate that to, another level easily. And and they're not all, not all stories are going to be similar to like Kurt Warner. And by the way, I don't know if you've seen American underdog yet starring Zachary Levi, the, the Kurt Warner story. I've not, but it's, it's something I want to watch very soon, but you know, he was a guy who played lower level, you know, division two college football uh, had a tryout with, the Packers that didn't amount to anything. Of course, this was in the nineties when it was still Brett Favre's team. Uh, and then he went and was stocking shelves at uh, you know, Hy-Vee, uh grocery store in Iowa. And, and then eventually started playing arena football uh, for the Iowa barnstormers and out of obscurity got picked up, you know, by the Rams and 
bided his time for a season and then uh, uh, got elevated to the starter position. And, and you know this story, Chad, just from your proximity to St. Louis in the 90s. But uh, uh, when Trent Green got uh, a season-ending injury in, in the preseason, Kurt Warner stepped in, and lo and behold, he ends up taking the team all the way to the show and and uh, winning the whole gosh darn thing. Greatest show on turf. Greatest show on turf. And, yeah, American Underdog, um, it, it is on my – to watch list uh our my my co-host of the year over at nerds united mike luther uh tipped me off to a podcast that he really enjoys which is um michael rosenbaum's inside of you and he has you know of course michael rosenbaum played lex luthor on smallville for years and was in a, a number of other uh shows and movies and things like that but he talks with a lot of actors and you know friends of his in the business and and while they might talk about the project coming up um you know i listened to the alan richson episode about reacher uh zachary levi uh who plays you know kurt warner uh they talked a little bit about american they talk a lot about mental health um and and like kind of overall well-being so uh a free plug to to inside of you uh, I, I'm a few episodes in. I, I'm not going to ever probably have the time to go and listen to the entire archive, but uh, I'll, I'll pick a few here and there. Uh, some really good stuff uh, about, you know, uh, trying to find balance and peace um, that, uh, you know, you, you don't because you don't often hear about celebrities talking about, you know, mental health. There, there's oftentimes that stigma. A lot of these this podcast, I feel like is really working hard to try to remove that stigma uh, around mental health. So it, it, I think it's a worthwhile show uh, to anybody who, you know, might, might, might be uh, having, having some struggles. All right. And Rosenbaum is a Midwest native. He is from the, the court, not the Cornhusker state. That's Nebraska. I was going to say the Hoosier state of Indiana. He and he and the Coug. Um, I will always get a reference to the Coug anytime I can. But uh, yeah, my friend, Sean, who's also from Indiana, I think met Rosenbaum at some uh, town festival thing. And um, yeah, that's, um, that's all I can say, because I don't remember. Um, I, I did not meet Michael Rosenbaum. I do not know. I, but I do know that he was in the Touchstone movie Sorority Boys, which we'll that's the one. eventually talk about on the Out of Touchstone podcast. So with the uh, with. Barry Watson. Thank you. Yeah. And um, I know I know the other one. Don't tell me. Oh, no. Harlan yes. Williams. Harlan. What? Yes. Who I have cousins who are huge fans of Harlan Williams. I've seen him multiple times and I'm like, why? <laughs> like, I do not understand. I have seen him twice perform at the improv here in LA. And both times he was the funniest person to perform. He is the fact that he will come up and reference the person uh, who performed before him in like this long drawn out joke. It's, it's, uh, it's quite quality. And he, I mean, he's one of the few that can, I, I don't mind interacting with the crowd because he can keep it going and, and is funny, but yeah, Harlan, I need, I still need to see rocket man, not the uh, Elton John biopic, but biopic. I guess I've been saying that wrong for the last few years, but uh, but Harlan Williams did a movie called Rocket Man where he goes into space, and I'm sure it's quite hilarious. And I just know him from the movie Down Periscope, where 
he's like, oh, I'm working on a nickname. How's this? Mike. It's a reference. I, it's, it's a comment that I'd make and no one gets it. So I I'm I'm a big fan of his movies. I actually saw Rocket Man in theaters back in the day. Uh, but okay. of course he was also in um uh he was Kenny, I believe, in uh Half Baked. Okay. Uh the the Dave Chappelle comedy. Um and he's he, he just popped up in something I was watching recently, and for the life of me now, I, I'm not going to be able to remember what it was. Vamp for uh, me, I'll, I'll find it. Okay. Well, as you can say, Shorty Boys, I believe, also, and I'm looking it up right now. Yes, it stars um, in the supporting role, actor by the name of Tony Denman, who uh, I worked with on a film called Poor White Trash, and so it was good to see him show up in a movie after after doing. Um, the movie that I did, the low budget film that I worked with him and apparently he's still working. Um, but uh, yeah, good for him. He, he was really nice. I, I, he was one of those actors that, you know, he was kind of coming up at the time and he just, uh, he was very nice, very polite. Had that, He's from Minnesota. So he had that uh, Midwestern niceness to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. the, the Turkey Bowl is uh, what I recently watched Harlan Williams in. Uh, it's a 2019 okay. comedy. Uh, it's on Hulu. Uh, but if if there are any parents out there, you know, who have children, young children who might uh, be familiar with a Disney animated, maybe Disney Junior animated uh, show called uh, Puppy Dog Pals. That that was actually a creation of Harlan Williams. So interesting. Yeah, I do not. I'm not familiar with that because I do not have kids, and so I I, I, I can't watch those shows because people give me a hard time when I'm like, no, I just want to watch good quality kids entertainment. I could sing the theme song. <laughs> I'm not going to, uh, but but here, got here's time. something. I know we have time, um, but Harlan uh, is a. I don't know how that we this became a Harlan Williams appreciation podcast, uh, but yeah. he's a he's a Canada boy. He's from Toronto. Well, that makes uh, some sense, I guess. Speaking of Canada, have you watched the Amazon series? I don't know why my Alexa is telling me all the sins, but uh, all the sins. Yes. They, she just went through the seven deadly sins. Well, as we are recording this, it is Ash Wednesday yeah, maybe and that's Ash it. Wednesday kicks off Lent. It is a time of repentance. Chad, is there anything that you want to uh, repent or, or seek repentance I, for? Um, I know there's things I want to get. I would like to get the time back from watching uh, the power of the dog. I kind of agree with uh, Sam Elliott on that one, but no, I was going to say, uh, ask you, you know, speaking of Canada, have you watched the last one laughing show on Amazon prime with the Canadians? It's got uh, K Trevor Wilson, Colin mockery, Tom green. And it's all, it's like eight comedians stuck in a room for six hours to see who can, who, who can make who laugh. No, I've not uh, come across that. Yeah. It's I'll uh, look that up. Yeah. I tell you, I've watched four episodes. They're half hour each. I think I've chuckled once. Oh, 
kind of sad that, I mean, I'm sure it'd be different if you're standing there in their presence and they were doing their bits and be funny, but yeah, it's uh, not as funny as I expected it to be. Hosted by Jay Baruchel. I, I know I'm familiar with Jay. Um, I recently did a rewatch of the IT crowd or the it crowd, depending on how you uh, choose to uh, pronounce it. Uh, it's British comedy. It's on Netflix. If you just type into your search, the IT one word crowd. Um, yes. And uh, Chris O'Dowd is one of the uh, stars as well as Richard Ayuardi. Ayuardi. Mm-hmm. I hope I get that right. Uh, and I, it's just, it, it cracks me up how this is my third time or fourth time through it, but some of the dialogue or maybe it's the delivery or the, it's either the writing, the delivery or combination of the two, just, I just sit there and I'm like, I just start chuckling to myself and, and you know, depending on if kids are asleep or, you know, we'll depend on the volume, but uh, uh, a really funny and underrated show that went about uh, four seasons and one episode <laughs> <laughs> and you can and find if, it all. Yes. And if you watch the Great British Baking Show on Netflix, uh, one of the co-hosts is the goth guy from the IT crowd. So highly recommend. But, you know, Greg, we were supposed to be talking about uh, Major League Baseball. But much like baseball this season, we didn't get around to it. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see if uh, we'll see if we'll be taken out to the ball game another time here on the Power Half Hour. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. Jittery Monkey.